What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Spoiler Reels. If you're new to this channel, welcome to Spoiler Reels. Again, go ahead and follow me on Instagram, spoilers, spoiler underscore reels. And today we are giving you the double feature. If you listen to the uh, episode, the last episode we just recorded, I have my boy, John. Yo. I brought him back. Of course, we are doing these two episodes back to back on the same day, giving you guys the double feature so you guys can have more content. Why? Why that is, is because you, the audience, the listeners deserve it. Yeah, of course. We, we, we love to watch movies and talk about it. So to be able to do a podcast and talk about movies and let you, the listeners, listen and see if whether or not, look, do you agree, disagree with what our opinions are, what our ratings are in the movie? Hey, let me know. I, I would love to hear from you guys. I will definitely see if I can maybe look at it from your point of view and you can look at it from my point of view. It's always great to talk about, you know, movies. It's just uh, a big part of my life. And and that's why I had to do this podcast and, and you know, and do it for you listeners. So I brought John back to do our double feature. We did Malignant on the last episode. <laughs> Man, uh, and, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You'll know more if you if you if you listened uh, to the podcast or uh, to that episode there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh man, malignant. Ugh. But that was the last episode. Now this is the new yes. one, and we're gonna this... give you a more watchable, recommendable uh, sequel to an actual original good idea. Yes, and the original is highly recommendable as far as my opinion goes. Uh, I'm pretty sure John is probably the same. He's probably on the same boat as I am there. And uh, today we are reviewing Don't Breathe 2. Now, John, I'm a huge fan of the original, and I kicked myself on the ass, dude, for not watching this movie at the theater. And the reason why is is because the previews in the movie made it look like this. One of those movies that they just tossing in there. They don't give a shit. And <laughs> I was so like in the in the last episode. It was that the trailer gave us too much, but for this much. one, it gave us too little. <laughs> no, 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 not at all, not at all. I think I, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the with the previews giving us little. Just make it look interesting. And in in the inner in the previews, it did not look that well. Like I don't know, I don't know what they did, but it did not look well. It made me not want to watch this movie. So I waited till it came out at the time I had cable and I had stars and stars was going to play this movie at that day. I recorded. I didn't watch it that same day. I recorded it about a week later. I I had my day off. I said, fuck it. I'm just going to watch some movies. And I watched don't breathe because I remember I, I recorded it and damn it. John was I 
completely invested in that movie. I loved that fucking movie. I thought it was somewhat original in a way, but like enough to where the main character uh, stole the show in this movie. Like he stole it. He stole the whole film, and I was I was blown away by the movie, man. I I enjoy Don't Breathe. I love the movie, and like I said, I kicked myself for not watching this at the movie at theater. I think I would have enjoyed it way more at there, but either way, I acknowledge the fact that it's a great film. John, what'd you think of the original? Oh, yeah, like you had said, uh, like I mentioned, some an original idea, if that. Great, great concept. Didn't know what to think. Um, I watched it when it was out on the DVD Blu-ray, which nowadays is not as long as it was before. Before, we would wait like at least six months to a year. Now it's like three months, <laughs> yeah, four months tops, if that. Um, and they're already out on fucking Blu-ray DVD shit. So um, I heard a lot of people talking about it. And then I would com- I would try to compare their opinions between the two that came out at the time, which was Lights Out and Don't Breathe, and then Don't Breathe was always winning, at least because that was the rated R version. Lights Out was yeah. eh, a little bit watered down, PG-13 Not bad, though. Not bad. But Don't Breathe stood out more. Oh, same type more. of Same type of concept with, like, the lights being out, like, dark theme, but one was way better. Yes. Uh, the, the fact that the guy was blind and and how he maneuvered around. I mean, that shit was genius. Like the fact that he knew Absolutely. his house more because he's the one that put it that way. He made yeah. it to seem like it was a trap. He um, lives there. <laughs> yeah, he, he practically lives there. It's like, hold on, fuck. Like, but uh, when the the people breaking in, they're like, well, fuck, he's blind, so he's not gonna know. It's like, <laughs> oh, not wrong, motherfucker. Yeah. He's not wrong. Great movie, very, very, very recommendable. I mean, it's yes. I, I, when people ask me about like uh, horror movies to watch, it's always like within the first top 10, 15 picks out there that I throw mm-hmm. at people to see if they've seen, just to know like how they 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 take horror. A lot of people have different perspectives on perspectives on it. Some people see horror as, oh, my God, scary. I can't see it. Some people see other ones as comedy. I'm like, it's a joke. Some, some Yeah, so there's the lines in between. I try to figure out with people. And uh, Don't Breathe is always one of those uh, recommendable movies by mainly all. Yeah. Yes, I, I don't think I've heard any negative about this film. I recommended it to uh, my brother and his wife. Um they watched it. They loved it. They couldn't wait for the sequel. And uh, and you're probably wondering why we're bringing up the first one. Well, the reason why I brought up the first one is because if you haven't seen it, I mean, it's been a while. And this is spoiler reels. <laughs> you the need the first one all. in order to have a part two. So, yes. We'll take a so, minute to just give you a little rundown <laughs> on how we're going to get to the second one. Because... right. You need context. You need yes. to know where yes. we're going. Yes. So Angel, enlighten us. 
<laughs> thank you, John. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so the first one, I believe, came out in 2016, 2017. And uh, basically the premise of that film was that uh, John mentioned earlier, the there was some intruders that went into that house that found out that the guy was basically holding uh, about a hundred thousands of dollars worth of money in a safe. They also knew the fact that the guy was blind and in a way they also knew that there, he was a veteran. So they knew like, and I, the guy, actually the guy named money uh, mentioned, cause the guy was like, why did you bring a gun? And he's like, the guy's a vet. He's a veteran. Like we got to be careful. So I was like, okay, good. <laughs> like the guy understood that, you know? So like, that's another thing what I like about the movie. The detail in that movie was great. So through the whole film in that in the in the first one, it's like you couldn't decide whether you were rooting for the intruders or if you were rooting for the guy the guy that was getting intruded. Because later on in the movie, as we realize what the intruders are doing it for, some are doing it because they just want to get rich. The other ones is trying to escape from their from their life right now, and, and, and the third uh, one's just taking along. <laughs> Right, the third. No, no, I have no idea what the third. They should just stick with the two and and, and, and stick with that. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you couldn't really know who to root for in the film, and that's what I really enjoyed in a way. It's like it's like they're pulling you apart in the whole film. In the end of the film, we realize the the guy that the guy that was getting intruded, the blind guy, the veteran was holding hostage of this young lady who we find out later uh, is the one that uh, killed his daughter from a drunk driving accident. And um, the court, obviously, because she's a rich girl, she got away with it. The guy got paid, and that's hence the money that he's holding in the safe. But to him, it was injustice. So... What he did is he kidnapped the girl. How he did it? Because he's blind. I have no idea. But that's besides the point. Uh, wasn't wasn't it the fact that he was in the accident? Why he went blind as well? No, he got blind during the the uh, war. They mentioned that he got blind uh, in the war, from what I remember. Um, and yeah, so how he got a hold of her and all that is it's besides the point. But he's holding her it's, hostage. It's like fucking determination right there. That's how right, right. Well, the guy's a vet, so he must have found a way. So anyways, he has her hostage uh, in the basement. And the reason why he holds her hostage is because he is trying to impregnate her. Not through sex, not through sex but injecting his <laughs> semen into her. And because he wants a child that she took away from him. <laughs> How so, you may ask? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it is directly the exact way that you are thinking about it now. No shit. No lie. If you're just if you're out there thinking, was it the turkey baster? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you basically try to do it uh, <laughs> so 
from there on forth, now we can't decide. He's blind. We, He's working with what he got. <laughs> right, right. Are we still rooting for the intruder or the intruded? So eventually we start kind of rooting a little bit for the intruder because she at least has good reasons to do it. Her at least. Everyone else is whatever, but when we find out what he's about, it's like what he did and all that is like, oh my god. The reason why I bring that up is because we cut to part two. Now, part two, I was thinking, John, I have no idea what your thought of uh, was in the second part, but my second part was like, well, what's he gonna do? Is he gonna try to look for the girl that that uh, got into his into his house in the first part? Because that's how they made it look at the end of the first movie. Uh, at the end of the first film, they made it look like he's gonna be out for revenge and try to look for the girl. The girl was from Detroit, moved to California. I figured he was gonna try to find her. But John, what what was your uh, what did you think you going into part two? No, you're you're talking about before we saw the uh, official trailer. My intention mm-hmm. was like kind of the same. I'm like, uh, how are they gonna go from here? Right. So part two. I'm like, man, is like somebody else break into his house? Like, well, he has no nothing else. Like, they took it all away from him in, in the first one. There's nothing left. So they're gonna fuck with this guy again. And then I saw the trailer, and then my mind completely flipped. It changed. After it I saw changed. the trailer, after seeing the first movie and then seeing the trailer to the second one, you're just like, oh, okay. Um, I need answers <laughs> and I need them quick. And yes. I, yeah. Yes. So that's kind of reason the reason why I brought up part one. Because part two seems like <laughs> where are we at with this character? Because in the first one, we saw this dude kidnap a girl, trying to inject semen into her, impregnate her, and give him a baby. Cut to part two, and we see that he is taking care of this little girl that he found on the floor, on the ground, on, on the street, basically. But and... keep, it, keep in mind that in the beginning of this movie, they don't they don't tell us this for at least Nothing. a good while. No. So in our mind, watching this movie from the beginning, before we find out how it happened, we're just like, who was the poor soul that got the end of that turkey baster? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm like, he finally did it. And I'm just he like, this one. guy is fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm like, so he went from being like the innocent one to like being the villain in the movie in the first one. And then the, the first, first one, one, you're just like, it's yeah. the same. You see him as a villain. I'm like, oh man, this fucking sick bastard yes. got away with it. And then you find out that he's it's the, not his. No, he fabricated he's the hero. A, a story to protect this girl from her actual uh, upbringing or possible fate. And yes. You find out yeah. that he pretty much takes this kid and and raises it as, as his own. Pro- it, protecting it, so it, it 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 makes the movie more better. <laughs> it took away that. All right, you're not as sick as I thought. You still stole someone's baby, but at least you're doing more good than, you know, basting somebody. So, 
and we'll and we'll get to that just a little bit more, John. I wanted to get your opinion on that real quick, but let me give our listeners the overview for some of the me- people that maybe have not seen it, or I don't know, or if you have seen it, you're just listening to see our opinions. But just to give you the quick summary of it, in case if you forgot, uh, blind veteran Norman Nordstrom, played by uh, Stephen Lang. Uh, has been hiding out for several years in an isolated cabin. He lives with a young girl and has recreated the family stolen from him by a drunken driver, hence from the first one. Their quiet life together is soon shattered when a group of unseemly criminals kidnaps her. Norman is now faced uh, is now forced to tap into even darker and more creative instincts in an effort to save her. So, John... <laughs> So in the beginning, the the one thing that they do mention that that kind of sets the tone for this movie is that the in that area where they were living, um, child abductions were were really big. Like kids were going missing like every day or once a week. Like it was very 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 common. And they kind of showed somebody uh, a picture of of set person that was in charge or responsible for these kids going missing. And it was like some some crazy doctor. And then you end up finding out during this movie that there's like a black market with organs. So then yeah. it kind of sets the tone of this child wherein a scene is being eyed by the these these fucking three three uh suspicious looking mother cluckers. Kidnappers kinda yeah. Yeah, they yeah. gave off that vibe, like, all right, these these motherfuckers are gonna end up doing something, and and then it kind of sets that that tone where it's like, all right, so now we don't know what how he got this kid, mm-hmm. but yet he has to protect her from something he doesn't know or see, because she's she's holding her own, she's taking in all the knowledge, all the training that he's he's done with uh set child, um to handle her own so she's just like not phase walks by him like you ain't shit because uh it was a scene where one of the guys corners her in the restroom right made it seem like he was gonna take her it's like oh shit but it doesn't happen and then the movie plays on we find out more but that that's the that's the concept of of the the movie in the beginning you're just like oh shit all right so i'm all over the place right now i'm still trying to figure out (laughs) where you got this kid if he's yeah. going to lose the kid, like, w- w- what's going to happen after this? Like, what's what's going on? And, and the movie is great. Uh, it, it does. It doesn't really let off after that. Once I, right. I, I knew that concept of the story, I was invested all the way through, especially since I seen the first one. I loved it. I'm just like, all right, where are we going to go from here? How are we going to see him handle in a new uh, it, it set environment? So the little girl, uh, the little girl uh, aforementioned, uh, is played by Madeline Grace, and uh, she played a pretty good role. John, what did you say? She actually yeah. did a pretty good job on this right there. I was definitely convinced uh, that she looked like she was trained by by uh, uh, what's his name by Stephen, and uh, and she played. I think she played a role. She definitely convinced me through the whole film. Uh, I think she did. Really good. She re- she was a good performance from her, and 
and we start kind of realizing, like I said, like I mentioned before in the in the fir- in the last episode, the previews give a little bit too much. I think a little bit, way too much nowadays. But you see her basically being chased by the dog, um, and like how she's the whole that whole time is basically a training montage, but not montage, but a training scene, and they basically shows her how he is trying to basically training her to survive, you know, because he realizes there's abductions in that neighborhood. So he's just trying to help her out and everything like that. And then we also meet a character, the character Stephanie, uh, Stephanie Arcila, and it's Hernandez. Do you remember her, John? Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it said it said Hernandez, but it might be Flores. I think you're right. No, I think no, it is Flores. She, she, no, she was a florist. Like she did with plants and stuff like that. Oh, I thought you like said Flores. <laughs> no, no, no. She was a florist, or no. she was like a landscaper or something. Like she would take the take the daughter out yeah. on trips to do a deliver. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I remember yeah. there being like a bunch of plants and like flowers or stuff like that. So yeah, and she's the uh, she's a, a war vet, and uh, and he so she kind of, you know. And trust Underst- in her. Yes, he understands. They understand each other. They've been through war, so you know there's that mutual respect between them. And but at times she tries to intervene as like, "Hey, you gotta like let her breathe a little bit. Let her be a kid. You know, you're you're smothering her too much." And he kind of like you know says, "Whatever, mind your business." You know all that. So um, we start finding out that you know they both have this little when she takes her out. They have this little thing where they try to, you know, she lets her try to be a kid. And that's and that's when they stopped at a gas station. I think they went to the bathroom. And that's where you were talking about that one scene where she was almost getting she got cornered by that dude, a uh, suspicious looking dude. And she got saved by her dog. Uh, remember, she's saying that like one little finger on the uh, finger snap and he'll tack. And he's like, oh, all right. Sure, and then he uh, he touches her hair because she has this highlight. She looks like uh, what's her name, Rogue from uh, <laughs> yeah from X Men. Yeah, so she has that on her hair, and uh, uh, and then she kind of touches touches the hair, and we'll realize you know we'll get to it, but we'll soon realize why he's completely invested in her because once they they see that they left, they they basically followed her, and uh, from there that's how the movie starts. Really, really quick. It's so funny mm-hmm. that in between this uh, this one that we're reviewing now and the last one, we remember this one a lot more better because the other one was so oh. horrible. I don't want to remember it at all. I mean, it was no. just like God. So it's terrible, after- <laughs> terrible, yeah. fucking terrible. Like I, I know this one because this one was it's great. Actually, it was actually good. Worth, worth remembering and talking about. Abs- Absolutely, I definitely remember this part. Right, a lot of uh, parts in this film so right I, here. I and think after that part is where the that uh, uh, Hernandez character takes her, and because she knows the story about her her parents, yeah. and like it, what what the story was that they she had lost her parents in the fire. Mm-hmm. So this is where we find out that okay, it's. Uh, his and right. then a part of me was just right. like or is this the story that he's feeding us and i'm still thinking like <laughs> i'm like <laughs> but we passed right. by we passed by the house and she goes and she talks about her mom 
like, I want to go visit her. I want to go visit her. We find out that, you know, the parents or the mom had died in a fire. And, and he doesn't uh, let her visit. He, he doesn't yeah. let her for a reason. Well, like I said, we'll get to it. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. So, for, yeah. So, like Angel was saying, for a reason, he, he tells her not to go. But when she gets that time, the the, the girl, uh, Hernandez's character, she she does her the favor. She's like, you want to go see her? So they go see her. And then you find out it's a, it's a house. You had died in a house fire. She goes and puts her little, little flower, little, little, uh, just leave something for her, her mm-hmm. mom at that set place. And then you hear noise in the background. She gets scared. She takes off. And, and, right. and then that's the end of the scene. So then we're finding a little bit more information about this. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Hernandez brings, uh, brings her back, um, you know, and he's, and then she still tries to convince uh, Stephen. That's that's the actual actor's name, Stephen. Um, it's like, hey, you just, you know, you gotta let her live. You gotta let her do her thing. I know it's none of my business. He's like, yeah, you're right. It's none of your business. And then they walk in, and then they cut to the scene where basically he's kind of like reading her stories and like and like uh, and teaching her like, you know, to be smart. Like she, he homeschools her. He, she doesn't go to school, so she, you know, certain scenes, it, sh- it shows that she longs for, the, like, trying to uh, interact interact so were, with someone so at her age, not the, the, not an older person. The important scene I, we left out in between that car ride is she had, right. she was parked outside, mm. it was uh, an orphanage? Or, yes, uh, it is, it was. So she sees all these kids playing, getting along, and then she has a memory. She puts a, a, a dream thought in her head, like how if she approached them, like or uh, getting to be friends with them. Right. Like trying to be a, a, a part, a part of that crew or family or mm-hmm. ever feeling that she was having just to be accepted by her, her peers or her be around others and uh on her age around her age her age yeah so i think that that that's key right there too absolutely yeah you're right we didn't miss that uh like you're saying where she was saying she needs a breeze needs to be a kid she needs to you know live live uh live a life and uh at her age and it goes from there (laughs) yes so yeah no you're right and then they Hernandez brings her back and uh, so Hernandez is like that where she's able like she helps her escape from that house and let her be a kid and whatnot and like she realizes it and she sees it so she tries to let her be a kid as much as possible before bringing her back so they do that behind his back basically and uh, he doesn't realize it obviously and then once they get bring her back uh, it cuts to the scene where basically he's homeschooling her he's reading her uh, or I guess I don't know reading her books I guess he is because he kind of looks at the like touches the book with his hand and he tries to like teach her stuff and all that and then she that's when she brings up like hey like who do I look like and he, she even gives him a haircut you know like she's like who do I look like between like you or my mother so she's trying to get information as far as you know what is her mom what did her mom look like what she was about like he realizes that like and you can tell that he kind of hesitates answering uh, because he's like fuck you know like what what can I tell her? What should I tell her? 
Uh, John, what did you think of that? Like after the, after you after you saw that, like what what was going on in your mind? Like when you re- started realizing about that, like that scene right there. <laughs> Me being a, a a girl dad parent, I understand. <laughs> you get these random questions, and you're just tied to like, oh shit. So like, it. Uh, <laughs> again, this show is called Spoiler Worlds for a reason. So if there's kids yeah 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 home, to spoil something, so I was like, you know, during the part where it's like dad. Santa or the Tooth Fairy, and you're just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right, right, <laughs> like, kind of like one of those type of moments. Um, and and I was curious to see what his answer was going to be because I wanted right. to find more information if it was really, you know, he, he found somebody or the whole. <laughs> so again, right, I, I right. needed answers. <laughs> And they give it to you right there in certain scenes like that where, like, they're just, you know, she's just cutting his hair. He can't. Obviously, he can't see. So she's cutting his hair. And she's just she's getting older. She's trying to, like, you know, she's starting to ask questions. She's going to, you know. So he starts lying to her and basically telling her, yeah, you look like your mother and stuff like that. You don't you look nothing like me and you look like your mother and all this. And so you start kind of realizing, like, okay. So, like, is this dude, like, actually taking care of her? He actually cares for her? And, like, he's not trying to do the, you know. So, little by little, they they don't give it to you all completely. They give it to you little by little, scene by scene, as far as should we root this root for this guy or not? And, uh, and, and I like that about that movie. It doesn't give it to you flat out. It just gives you little by little. And uh, and I, I enjoyed that about that film. And then we cut to basically um, the guys, the guy that was trying to kidnap her, kidnap her in the um, in the bathroom. They find out they followed her and they found out where she's staying at and where she's staying at with with uh, Stephen. And then. John, it, it sucked, man. That scene sucked for me, dude, because I thought she was going to be a big part of the movie, but Hernandez yeah. sees the sees the truck that was posted up there in the bathroom where, where that guy was trying to kidnap the girl. She sees that truck blocking her way, and then she realizes it's those people. Through that whole scene, bro, I honestly thought they were going to do something. Instead, what did they do? Do you remember? <laughs> Pretty much nothing except. <laughs> yeah. So the guys that were in the van, they were like, yeah, he's, she's like, move your move your car. And she's like, I can't get around. Move your car. And he's like, yeah, all right, sure. And then through that whole time, I thought they were going to do something. Instead, no, she gets back into her car. And then all of a sudden, someone just jumps in and stabs her on her neck. And basically kills her off. And I was like, no. And here I thought two two war vets. I figured she was going to help him out, be like, you know, right there to help her out with him and, and try to, uh, uh, you know, help uh, help the little girl. Nah, dude, she gets killed off, bro. What did you think about that shit, John? Did you oh, think she was going to be a part of the film? I kind of did, but then it's like... It makes sense in a way because if it's if it's meant to be how it was the first time around from the first one, around, yeah. Oh, so, but it, it was it was a, a bit of a bummer. 
Um, it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Ah. Yeah, so uh, they kill Hernandez off. They find out where she's at. And then uh, there's a, I guess I was told there's a rule in the movie, in, in, in the movie, uh, uh, in the movie area that you don't kill dogs. That's a big no-no, I guess, in the in in Hollywood. Even though it has happened a few times, but they get away with it. And this one, uh, they kill off his dog, John. Do you remember that? Where they kind of yeah. like lure the him woods. into the woods and. And you see, like, someone shooting, and he was the dog was kind of like, what the fuck? And then... Well, fuck, if you remember how he handled in the first movie, I, yeah. I thought he was, was going to be a part of it, too. That's what I was like, oh, he's gonna, at least... I was like, look, if Hernandez is gone, the dog's definitely going to have a role in this one to help him out. No. Instead, they lure him into the woods so that, that he doesn't bark or anything like that and, and alert the guy. And instead, they lure him into the woods. They kill him off, and he's wondering why he's shaking the bowl, the the food bowl, and the dog's not coming to him. And then he lures outside, he, and then he finds out that the dog's dead. And I was like, "Oh, damn! I thought he was definitely gonna be a part of the movie." And uh, him getting lured out basically had the other guys that wants to kidnap the girl get into the house while he's gone, while he's outside. Do you remember any of the parts after that, John? Once they get into this house? Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So that's, that's where uh, the the little girl, you see like these scenes where she's uh, practically, she hears what's going on. She's hiding. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like maneuvering silently. Being, Which is like, dope. I did like those scenes. Like they're trying to get through the house, and she so she's like ten steps ahead of these fools, even though they're like inches apart from one another. Right, as they're looking for her, and then uh, the guy comes inside, and then 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 that's where it starts getting real. Where he notices that the dog's dead, he notices that he, there's something wrong, and right. then he tries to go back to the cabin, then. Then you know they're detected, and then shit starts go. It goes from there, right? And so, yeah, what John mentioned through that whole scene while while he was out looking for his dog, the guys are the intruders are in there, and uh, they're basically looking for the girl. Now, at this point, as a viewer, we're still looking at it as that the person that's just trying to get those. Uh, um, what are those people called, John? Uh, the, the ones that take their like their body parts. Uh, they they take their body parts and 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 stow it away for. Uh, they steal their basically their their like body parts and. Uh, and <laughs> I remember we yeah. mentioned it. Yeah, Jesus, don't do drugs, drugs, kids. Um, them, them black market fucking organ black yeah black market organ donors thing whatever the whole time we're looking at it as that's that's their goal in this film so we're looking at like oh they're just trying to kidnap to basically 
you know, gut her up, basically. And then that whole scene, so the whole time her sneaking away was to basically get to the basement and hide out into this steel box, like her little panic room. And there's a little hole, a little ventilation hole, because she needs to breathe, obviously, otherwise she'll lose air in there if there was no, nothing to uh, breathe to. And there's this little bars. Fucking, like, thicker than a safe. There's no way. Yes. I, like, there's only, there, yeah, so she's locked in tight in this bitch. Right. And, and that, yeah, that's her little safety panic room. So if anything happens, like, she she can unlock herself from, from the inside. From the inside, yeah. Yeah. But nobody can get in through through the out. Right. So I thought that was kind of clever. You know, uh, it's a bit extreme, but still clever. <laughs> True. But he is training this girl, so I figured he's <laughs> taking... You see, you're seeing where the second one is going. I didn't see it as too much. I just thought that it was like, damn, all right. <laughs> okay. So right. It, it fit the movie in a way. Um, <laughs> so it- here and you have, like, what, one set trying to get her out. Well, another set because there was like what, like five, five people in this, like in this scene. There was about, let's see, one, two, three, about, f- yeah, five, yeah, five people. So five intruders in there. In the basement with the girl trying to get her out, and then the rest are scattered. Scattered. And then uh, this is where he he makes it into the house. Yes, he gets back into the house and starts calling out. Cause she makes it. She she sneaks in from from upstairs all the way downstairs, but it wasn't until what 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 triggered or set set off was it him walking inside being spotted, because the girl was just like going shifting through them left and right like. Yeah, one of the guys called him out and said like, "Hey, if if you don't detected." <laughs> Right, and there was he was trying to go undetected, and then uh, one of the guys he lured a guy into the garage, and he's like, "What the hell was going on?" And then all of a sudden he attacks him, and then glues his mouth shut and his nose so he can't breathe. Now, John, am I tripping here, bro? Like, or could this dude have done something differently? Because. When he finds out that the guy was completely glued or whatever, and the and and our um, Stephen goes underneath this this uh, little opening to get inside of the basement, I guess, and he and the guy was like, "Hold, hold on," because he needs to breathe. He's, his mouth and and nose is is shut. He stabs him on the side of the cheek, so leaving uh, an air so he can breathe. But then it also cuts to the scene where. The guy just like gets a knife and rips his lips. Couldn't he have done that instead of fucking poking a hole on his cheek? I want to say yes and no. I figured let him deal with it. <laughs> let him do it himself for getting him in, in, in that situation in the first place. Desperation. <laughs> you're just going like, to poke the hole so they could breathe instead of trying to find something to, to cut Cut open his lips. Uh, I mean, I the know. guy did it anyways. He was right. gonna do it anyways. That's so. All I why? Okay. All right. I was looking. I was like, okay. 
it looked crazy because he poked a hole on the side of the cheek so he can breathe. But then it cuts to like the guy getting a knife and then rips his lips so that he can breathe. I was like, why didn't you just do that? If you were going to do that eventually, then you should have just done that anyways. Now you got a fucking hole on your cheek. But, but <laughs> I don't know. That's the way I looked at it. But anyways, they, so they find out that the, and then they find out that the guy is a Navy SEAL. So they realize, oh, okay, this guy is, knows his shit. And uh, it cuts to where one of the one of the goons finds her on the basement with in the uh, panic room. And John, help me understand this scene right here, bro. Because honest, they all knew what the mission was. At all costs, this girl needed to be alive. She needs to be right. Again. And you're gonna talk about the scene where this guy's. Flooding the, the box to get her out because since she won't come out on her own, he's gonna force her to come out. Right, right. So he... scene where this guy's going through the house, he finds out that she's locked in the box, so he's trying to make his way towards the basement area. And this is where uh <laughs> where he gets the electrical cables. Right. Threatens to shock her in the box. Right. <laughs> so keep in mind, she is the mission. And we find out later as well how important she is. Why in the world would you threaten her something like that? I think the water and like trying to drown her was enough. And then like w- whatever, like maybe like just leave it to where like, you know, don't kill her. <laughs> He's pretty much tired of the shit in general. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to end this all right here, right now. Fuck it. And so he, oh my God, he puts a live wire through that little vent and is about to electrocute this girl. Why would you do that, bro? Like, she is literally the mission. And (laughs) just, I don't know, John, did that make, did that seem to make any sense? That was a bit extreme, but it was. It was. And another thing, when we find out, like she's dramatic, like he was dramatic effect. I guess, I guess. But then he finds out that that uh, Stephen is in that basement with him, but it's so dark he can't really tell. He doesn't know where he's at. So he tells her, either you come out or I'll electrocute this girl. So he comes out. And then he leaves the uh, live wire, you know, inside with, you know, through the vent and the water starting to rise. <laughs> At the same time, they're both duking it out. They're fighting each other and whatnot. So, it, you know, they're duking it out while the water is rising and it's about to touch the live wire. Why in the fuck did she just not? Pull the live wire away. Why would she just let it hang there? It's a vent. You can put your fingers through the handlebars and then push it away. Not with a live wire in soaked in water. No, no, but not where it's like hanging, not the tip of it. Couldn't she just gotten it from like the back end of the wire and pushed it out? Would Before you it touched the water, so would you have? Would you have done that? Yes. <laughs> All right. So yeah, well, I, I, it, the water hasn't reached it. 
It's just hanging there. It's not like he's there supervising it. He's do, he's fighting. He's, you know, taking care of something else. She could have at least grabbed the end of the tip of the wire so and then just were, pff, flicked it out. If, okay. So w- would you would you touch a live wire even if you weren't grabbing the wire tip with with hands that were wet? But it wasn't it wasn't completely like there was still like her, her she it was, wasn't though. all metal. If it was all metal, it would have been it would have electrocuted her when he was trying to put that shit in there because it was all it was all metal. But she can. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. How? She's soaking wet. No, she, no, no, no. I don't know. Just grab with your two fingers, grab it, and then flick it, and then you're good. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I don't know. I don't know. I was, that was just me. I looked at her like. Too, too much, but that's just me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, agree to disagree. See, this is, this is why we have these. Anyways. Steven eventually, like, he looks like he's about to lose the battle, but then uh, he finds a way to kind of blow his, blow his, uh, blow that dude away. And <laughs> the guy's basically like half, like, his face is like half gone, basically. And he basically dies. And then we realize uh, the guys that were trying to get in, they were like, okay, this guy's not to be fucked around with. And he grabs, he, he's able to save her from the uh, uh, panic room, grabs her, and then they go out on this to this. Does it, did it look, it looked like a greenhouse, right, John? Yeah. Yeah. And they're hiding. And then that's when the guy, the main guy that she encountered in the bathroom where he was, she was about to get kidnapped, was like, why don't you ask the guy that's with you? Why don't you ask, like, like, do, are, do you feel safe around him? Because, like, why don't you ask him, like, what what he's about? And then as a as a viewer, we're kind of starting to see, like, okay, what's going on here? This and, is the part where they kind of, like, pin down this guy now. And he has nowhere yes. to go. Like, he's no, all he's protecting of, her. He, he's all out of fight. The, the, the group <laughs> of guys won. Like, they're, they got what they got. They, so they have the girl captive. They have him pinned down. And pretty much where you're getting to the getting at is that we're going to find out the truth. Right. And then we go ahead and, and, and we find out that he's explaining that he is this girl's biological father. Right. And then we're just like, what? And then. Yeah. <laughs> And then we start finding out that uh, he was there at the house fire, and that uh, this is where uh, he stole a little girl, and he's been out to find her ever since. But that's pretty much all he says. <laughs> yeah, the meth. Yeah, the meth lab. Basically, it was a meth lab that burnt down, and that scene he, that John was mentioning. He, he doesn't tell the little girl this. He just tells no, no, him- no. Okay, I'm your real dad. He took you from me, and I'm here to get you back. But I and wanted to kill the guy that helped you survive. Yeah. So I'm gonna kill this motherfucker who took yeah. you away from me. Like, who is he? Who is he? So that's the that we're getting now. So we're like, oh shit. Okay. Right. All right. So this this is interesting. So then, 
it changes things and we, we find out that you know wasn't an actual thing anymore it, no it was, so we're like oh, out, shit, out the right. window. then we're looking at this guy as a weirdo now because he kidnaps his kid and raises it as his own it's like man what the fuck i'm like all right so this guy is crazy but then we right. are finding out more details in the stories and it, it just gets better as it goes along yeah there's a scene where he's uh listening to the uh, news about the meth lab burning down that's how we knew it was a meth lab because of the news covered it they were like oh another news uh meth lab house was burnt down and that's where he realized like oh that was where i found the little girl on the street basically laid out she survived that 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 uh, you know the house burning down and he he the guy that kidnapper basically john mentioned that he realized he's the dad of her he's the biological dad and the reason why she heard those like something was be him. He was looking through the house. It was the footsteps of him. And um, <clears throat> so he uh, they end up beating up uh, uh, Stephen. They beat him up because he was like, oh, why don't you tell him who, she, who you are? And then when he tries to proceed to explain who he is, he jumps out and tries to beat everybody up. But then gets. Uh, he gets beaten up by everybody, and then uh, they want to burn the house down. So they get the girl. They're about to leave. They burn the house down, and then they also send a dog, don't they? They send another dog uh, in the movie, try to get him to kill him. Oh, yeah. And so, and he so had... villain's character. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he has a dog. This is where he's like, I'm tired of fucking around. He sends a dog in. And yeah. uh, were they in the attic? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. So he sends the dog <laughs> in before he sets the house on fire. Then when he yeah. sets the house on fire, one of the homies is like, hey, what about the dog? He's like, fuck the dog. And he's I like, know. that because. Yeah. So there was a scene where the movie he sends in the dog and then he's in the attic. And then he's wrestling, running around. And he's trying to fucking avoid this dog but you know you, nobody knows the actions of a dog especially when he's all crazy True. and you're blind at that but there's a part where he is smart too the way the way that they they did this scene him being blind and he traps the dog that shit was genius I'm like uh, yeah yeah was it like a cage or a mattress spring or something <laughs> like that it was like, a mattress a mattress spring yeah he finds a way to trap the dog yeah and but then... but before that though, before that though, John, the scene before is that he had the gun and he trapped himself in the in the the bed spring, and he had a chance to shoot the dog. Oh he yeah, he aimed the he gun was... at the dog, and he was like, "I," because obviously this, uh, you know, a while back he lost his dog. So we we were we were looking at this scene as dog an eye for an eye, a dog for a dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. He's like, oh, he's gonna get him back with this. But then and, he did uh, it. And he found uh, a way. First, uh, he traps the dog where he was at, yeah. and and then he goes along his way. And then fast forward to where the where the house is being set on fire now, where they're trying to burn him in the house, and he's trying to find his way out. And then he ends up in the attic area where the dog was at. He ends up letting the dog go. The dog makes it out. 
and then we thought that he was going to try to follow the dog, which he kind of was, but then the yeah. fire through the house was cutting his path. He ends up breaking <laughs> through the window, falling out. We're thinking, oh, shit, this guy's dead, but he lands in the greenhouse area. Yeah. He falls and out then, of there. And then he falls through the glass, falls out, rolls out. Then <laughs> he's like, damn, this guy is like lucky as fuck. You know, being blind, be able to make it out. He's of a vet. But he's a yeah, vet, dude. Like, oh, that shit was, was crazy. It worked out perfectly. Yes. And, uh, then we're in the part where it's like, all right, so we're, we were exactly where he was left off in the in the last movie. This guy has nothing now. His dog's right. cool. His house is gone. They kidnapped his his daughter that we thought that, that you know, was his. It was his taken care of. And, and then <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, he's just like he's outside. He's like he passes out pretty much. And yeah. then he wakes up and then he's like, fuck, like, all right. So and again, he's blind. So it's like, where do I go from here? Like, I just lost everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it cuts to uh, Steve, Steven going uh, walking and he finds uh, Hernandez's car, the van. And he realized that she's dead. And he was like, damn, you know, like that just, you know, he was crying because he was like, damn, he knows her. He's like, she's also a vet. So they had that chemistry right there. And then he finds out that the dog's still there. So he grabs this little bell and wraps it around his neck and somehow tells the dog, take me back to your home. Where did you come from? But then, then before the- that, he, he after he finds out that Hernandez is dead. Right. He goes to the back of the truck and he's like fucking uh, Rambo, Gizmo from fucking. He's just locked and loaded. He's just stocking everything up. He's making these fucking. He just starts grabbing shit left and right. And and you're just like, damn, he. he, What the fuck is he doing? Like, he's blind. So he's just grabbing shit, like whatever (laughs) Willie Nichols. But this ain't his first rodeo. So I'm just like, damn, this guy's going to make some crazy, like, pipe bomb, nail bomb, or who knows what, this and that. And yeah, he, he is creative with all that sh- equipment that he gets because he puts that shit to work. And the fact that he made that that thing uh, with the bells to put around the dog's neck is like, all right, show me the way. Genius. <laughs> yeah, show me the way. And the dog, of course, is like, well, I'm going back home. And Fuck so he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog has that bell so he knows where it's going and everything and he he goes with them and and uh john <clears throat> this is where the movie the, the movie already got the the tone set right there this is where it got even more crazier they cut to basically her the little girl waking up and then he tells her look what do you want to know i'll tell you everything he's like all right you know What's my mom like and and who am I? What's my real name? And he tells her everything. Obviously, he's the biological father. And then he tells her, look, you're not a prisoner. If you want to leave, you can leave. There's the door. So she's like, all right, I can leave. She's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. She walks away, goes downstairs. She sees a a group of dudes right there. Basically, her dad's henchmen. I'm going to cut you off really, really quick. 
yeah because this is a a little key part so the only one one thing that she re- that she would remember from her mom right was right, like right, this, right, right like little song and when she was out with hernandez's character during that joyride she would sing it and then she would ask where is that from where did you get that from and she would re- reply with you know my mom used to sing it to me so it was one of those little things that she only remembered about her mom now we're coming to the scene where she's walking out towards the door and everybody's just looking at her to walk out and she's like, all right, she's getting to the door. And then you hear that song being sung. And as you're just like, well, what the fuck? If she's not singing it, who's singing it? And he turns around. We see this figure in a wheelchair and then the light starts to hit. Mm-hmm. See, it's the actual person. We find out that her mom is still alive. And how do you ask? Well, Angel had mentioned that she had a streak of like a patch, like rogue, and the mom had one as well. So yep. it was like, oh, well, there you go. So we find out. So that's her mom. We find out that the mom is the hookup, the connect, I guess, because she's the one that knows how to make the meth. And we see her, like John mentioned, we see her in a wheelchair. And it cuts to the scene where the mom starts telling her, you know, hey, look, I'm dying. Um, I can survive if I have this uh, this transplant. And while she's telling her this, the dad is in the background making her a drink. Gives her like this orange juice. And he, you know, the little girl drinks it and whatnot. And then she proceeds to listen to her mom and the mom keeps telling her the only way I'll survive this is through this transplant but the in order had for to me be to like a direct yes uh, family member relative yeah a relative and the only and match was her <laughs> the da- the daughter and that right there John got dark because at the same time, in the background, one of the characters that you see in that one warehouse house that they were at hiding hiding at the, the henchman, the henchman, yeah, was the doctor, doctor in the beginning where we find out that he was illegally doing these again uh, underground black underground, market, yeah, harvesting yeah. of organs and shit, yeah. So then you're just like. Whoa, <laughs> this is where it got that, really dark. Like, oh hospital. man, dark. Like, what the fuck? Like, the scene was just like, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, the little girl obviously starting to realize, fuck holy up. shit, oh shit, oh shit, they're just here to harvest my organs. That's all they were here for. And the because they kept on reiterating over and over that her value as a cook is a lot more precious and worth it than the value of this little little girl. Yeah. They're like cut your own kid to save your meth cook's life because you know that eh. What are the odds of the house burning down again? <laughs> what, right. They're looking to get rich. They're just more about that fucking. It's a trip to how they they 
Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure it's it's real out there. And the fact that they put this in a movie and it's just like, God damn, like God dark. It got dark. So then you look back at the character as less of an asshole now because you go back to the way it was before. The damn, this guy was really trying to save it. He really did save girl. He didn't kidnap her. He this guy is not a fucking weirdo like pedo or whatever the hell you whatever intent thoughts you had in the beginning from the first to the second. Once you actually find out full information, you feel bad for the the blind guy, Steven's character. Steven, Steven Lane. He was like, fuck. Like, so then you're really rooting for that dog to make it over there. <laughs> and then yes. the scene gets to the part where it's like they drug the girl, they have it on the table. You need they they need this girl to be alive in order for the operation to work. And with the set equipment and sedatives, like it's working with scraps. I mean, yeah. it's a bunch, a bunch of meth heads with stolen equipment with, with the best that they got and they just, they give two fucks like if all they had was a butter knife they will go with that and this is where it was just like just do it it was like oh, oh fuck it was whoa <laughs> whoa and then <laughs> what's even trippier too is the mom while they were laying you know side to side on the bed the mom kind of like just whispers at her hey she's like thank you and like bites her lip like it's not like the girl wanted to do this you know like what the fuck and the the mom made it look like oh thank you for doing this for me and she's like I'm not trying to do this for you you fucking forced me to do this and it just oh Jesus I'll never forget this like yeah you hunted me down you tied you (laughs) me up and you're gonna fucking cut cut me open while I'm alive oh my god this was after finding out that mama and daddy are crackheads. They're the only love you for my. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, <laughs> like sure. You know, hey, my my pleasure. I guess no, no, God no. So they're about to cut her open. Like she's she's dozed off because in the drink they they spiked her drink basically, so she can't really move a whole lot. She's sleepy, and. uh Cut to the lights go out before they were about to splice her, basically. And all you hear is this bell. Hello, dog. What's going on? You got food in my bowl? Fuck, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. What you up to, fellas? He just walked in nonchalant because the guy's like, how the fuck did he even find us? He's blind. And I, once he said that, all you hear was the bell ringing on the dog's neck. And he walks in like it ain't shit. Like he had, he did his job. And he walks straight to his food bowl because he wants to grub. And the guy just looks at him like, are you fucking kidding me? And he shoots the dog's bowl. I thought he shot the dog. And I was like, you motherfucker. But instead, he shoots the dog's bowl, and the dog just books it. So they, uh, from there, they realize it's it's Steven. He's he's here. He's about to fucking dominate. And uh, they cut to that scene, uh, John, uh, that they showed in the preview, where he's laid out, where there's water, and he's laid out, 
and um, the, the goons are right there looking for him. And once they touch the water, they kind of send waves and he feels the waves. So he knows he's on the water and that's where he gets his gun, shoots at all of them except one. <coughs> yep. And that was that was you could tell that was straight like Navy SEAL training type. Uh, yes. Scene right there where he's feeling the vibrations. The vibration of, of the water. He's acting like he's, he's he's dead or like he's knocked out. So they're trying to step and get closer, check him out. And all of a sudden, clack, 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 clack. Yeah. <laughs> before that scene, I forgot to mention, before that scene, he killed that dude that had that mullet. He's the one that, like, uh, uh, basically, like, I think he put, like, a little bell, the bell on his mouth and then crushes oh, it inside him. He says, and then the, take off. And he throws that fucking thing, hits him in the that, head. The knife, yeah. The knife, he throws the knife at his head. Because once he, the guy starts running away, he hears the bell moving, so he knows where to throw it, and he throws it right at his head. So the guys, the goons that come in afterwards think that it was a shootout, that they both killed each other. So once they walked up towards the water, <laughs> the water started making waves, and he looked like he was dead, but then grabs the gun and then shoots him, except for one dude, and the dude basically has him. And it's the dude that, it's the dude that owns the dog. And the guy was not okay with that plan. The plan, the fact that they were willing to gut this little girl up. He was not cool with it. And then not only that, you also told him to get, you know, who cares about your dog? So I kind of like, he was like, man, fuck these dudes. Yeah. And so yeah. instead of shooting, instead of shooting Steven, he tells them they're upstairs. I am not cool with this. They're upstairs. Go ahead and kill him, man. He hands them a gun. The guy, the guy that hands him the gun, he leaves. We don't hear from him afterwards. He's gone. He says, fuck this shit, and he's gone. We don't see him for the rest of the movie. And then Steven goes up, basically, and tries to fucking uh, uh, murder these dudes, but they couldn't They couldn't do the procedure, John, because uh, the lights are off. The, turn off the power. So yeah, he finds the power source, cuts it off. They're trying to do whatever the hell they can either move her or just do it a different way and this is where he starts making his way up and yeah. one by one yep so the Keeping doctor chewing bubblegum and he's all out of bubblegum <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the doctor was like you know what fuck all this I'm out so he runs he's like fuck this shit I, I, I fuck this I'm out the doctor runs, and uh, he gets spliced, basically, by Steven. All you hear is, like, oh, in the background, and the guy's like, what the fuck? And uh, you see him, basically, his throat's com completely sliced. So it's him and his wife, who's on the wheelchair, uh, handcuffed with, his, with her daughter so that she doesn't go anywhere. And uh, this final scene, John, is basically played at um, uh, its stage at this empty pool place. Yeah. And so they start fighting each other. The main, the main guy, the the father of the daughter. I forgot Steven. what type of 
building it was that had that in it, but yeah, it was a weird building. <laughs> it was like, but, a, yeah, it was one of those like high school, you know, um, indoor pools, basically. Like, uh, and it was pretty deep. It was like one of those deep, because, but it was the water was empty. There was no water there. It was a, a b- abandoned place. And uh, Steven <laughs> and the uh, main villain duke it out. And uh, he starts gassing up the whole place so to where the villain can't see anything. And uh, Steven has that over him, obviously, because he can see without it, <laughs> clearly. Uh, uh, he doesn't have to see it. And uh, they start basically slicing up each other with the knife. He eventually gets him and fucking completely... He, 28 weeks later, that motherfucker, and completely thumbed the shit out of his eyes, bro. (laughs) He's like, now you'll see what I see. And then just proceeds to, oh, dude. Yeah, he, 28 weeks later, that motherfucker, and he just put his thumbs inside his eyes. And he's like, ah, you know, he can't see shit. And cut to like. Oh, before that, I'm sorry. Before that scene, because there was so much smoke, he shoots, and then he accidentally shoots his wife. And his wife has this auto auto wheelchair shit, so she dies, and then like she hits the go button, and they're basically going towards the deep of the pool, and it's empty, and it's a long drop, and the little girl has no choice but to fucking splice the shit out of her mom's hand but she don't give a fuck at this point and she's like "Ah," tries to slice her and slice her and slice her she didn't have enough time she falls with her but luckily she lands on her mom's body on top of her yeah so breaks the fall (laughs) and then it cuts to the scene where he just basically thumbs the shit out of his eyes and uh this this is the part where you thought that or we thought at least I thought, like, oh shit, like, so she's she's trying to prevent herself from dying by falling with her mom. She's trying yeah. to cut the mom's arm off, which is crazy as fuck. And <laughs> yeah. then, because we're like, oh man, she if she cuts it off in time before she falls, she can try to help, you know, the, the blind guy out, Steven. you know. But nope, falls nah. right in. He's like, fuck. So not only does he have to try to fight this guy, he has to try to find a way to make his way into the deep pool, pull her out. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Then that shit happens. You find out the thumbs and the eyes. You're just like, Ugh. and then you like, see what I see. Done. That's over. Like he's down in the ground. You figure he's he's dead. His curtains were. So he's like, the little girl yeah. trying to find a way. Where she she fight. She cuts the rest of the arm off. Comes out. And yeah, she's unharmed. She's unharmed, and and she walks out of the pool. But um, this this part I didn't see coming. No, which me out. So the the new blind guy, <laughs> <laughs> he somehow finds what like a knife or tool. Yeah, or some it was shit. it was a knife, and he stabs Stevens' Steven. character on the back. You know, he 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 didn't realize it. And you're just like, oh no! He's like, oh shit! He's still alive. And then there's a bit more of a tussle. That fool goes flying. He ends up 
right next to his dead wife at the bottom of the pool. The little the little girl shot him. Uh, oh, okay. he, she, yeah, she shot him. That because before that scene, they were arguing, saying "go," like he was telling her to "go, get out of here," you know, like "get out of here, go," you know, "be free" or whatever, you know. And and, she, and it looked like she was leaving. She was like, "Okay, fine, I'm gone." Oh, yeah, he's like, you know what? Like, you don't want to be around me. Like, yeah, exactly. He was feeling bad and guilty because all that shit had happened. Yeah, yeah, so it was like that little moment where, like, after they they were both alive. You're just like you thought it was gonna be like you're gonna hug it out, they're gonna go away together, but it was like no, he was just like get out of here, go go live your life, go do what you wanna do, get away from me, you're just gonna end up being harmed, and then new the blind stabbing. guy comes out of nowhere, surprise, motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> And then get some good and uh and he's like, oh, shit. And then all of a sudden, the girl has got the, this gun that was laying out. And he shot her dad. And the dad falls right there, like John mentioned, right there next to his wife, his dead wife. And uh, she walks up to Steven and Steven. Nice, nice little touch to end, the, end that little scene. Yeah, right. You got yeah, you, right. you got what you there. You died together, you piece of shit. Trying to cut your kid. But then yeah, the other guy, so the new, the so the original dad, Steven's character, who's been raising her the whole time, he's bleeding out. She's right there, right next to him, and they're sharing like that X twenty three Logan moment as he <laughs> starts to come towards towards its end. And then you just feel more bad about this guy, but I guess in a sense he was able to go in 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 peace, knowing that he was able to protect her. It still sucks to find out. Uh, that he went out, um, but it was a, a nice touch. And then it cuts towards the end where you see that little girl ends up in that orphanage, and she just walks right up and then plays that scene that she had memorized or wanted to play out in the, in the beginning. Yeah. It finally comes to light. It comes true. She's taken in and she feels uh, accepted. Like, you know, it again. Free. A new family. Starting a new family. And then when they asked her, and this is where, where you knew who was who, they asked her, what's your name? And when she had to pick between the two, she picked uh, the one that Steven gave her. Because gave that her one instead. was more meaningful than her real name, who was given to her by these two crackheads who wanted to fucking gut her. Yeah. And I think the name that the crackheads gave her, their actual biological father, I think it was Tara. I want to say it was Tara. And, uh, yeah, she stuck with the name that, that Steven gave her instead. And I was like, that's a nice little touch right there as well. The one thing, too, though, John, I thought she was going to stick with the with the dog because in one scene we didn't mention, the dog did attack one of the bad guys, and he got tossed outside the window like crazy, and then once he got tossed outside of the window, he we never saw him again. <laughs> and I thought, I thought in the end, I thought she was gonna take the dog with her, whatever you know, because from the uh, the dog <laughs> like that she movies they check dogs out the window. <laughs> I know, but uh, you know, I, that's what I thought, but I guess not. Either way, it's still a nice touch. I still en- enjoyed the ending; it was great. 
uh, I thought it was still a good, a nice little touch to it. So, yeah, and that was the ending of the uh, Don't Breathe Two, and uh, uh, in the end, I, th- I honestly, John, I really liked this movie, man. I enjoyed it. I thought, man, part two, you know, hopefully it's, you know, it doesn't fuck up, or let's see how it goes from here. I felt like they didn't, they didn't let up. Yeah, they had their moments here and there on certain scenes where I was kind of like a head scratcher. The expectations for this movie for me was all over the place because I didn't know what to think again. Like, fuck, yeah. he ended up with a little girl after the first one going to the second. You're just like, right. what's going on? And it didn't it didn't let off like it, it jumped everywhere where the the more you found out, the more it changed your perspective of the movie and the more mm-hmm. intense it got. It was just like, fuck, like, damn, this is this is, was a really good, but it was fucked up movie. Like how how yeah. it was all put together, but it was done well. And this was one of those rare occasions where the the sequel was, was not a letdown. It, it, it lived up to to it being a successful sequel, which nowadays yeah. either it's a swing or a miss. And, and there's been a lot of misses and sequels in this one. A ton. This one deserve this. Uh, this one hit it. It hit it out. Um, there's no need for a third one. There shouldn't be no origin story. I mean, I think right where you're at now, just leave it the way it is. Me personally. Um, same thing. How I felt about a Quiet Place, but then they went ahead and announced that they're gonna do a spinoff. Some shit. They're gonna do a third one. So I'm just like, all right. So you're milking it now. Well, well that's a different movie, different story. Uh, <laughs> For this one though, it's good. It's it's well the way it is. Like let him go in peace. Then like you do an origin. I don't know where you're gonna go from there. But I I it I liked this this sequel a lot. Not uh, the original still holds it more. This is not yeah. a rare occasion where the sequel outdoes, but it's right there with it. It's a, it's it's a point lower. Mm-hmm. Great sequel, though. Great sequel. Definitely recommend. Yes, absolutely. If you haven't seen it, if you're a fan of the uh, first one, you'll if definitely you enjoy the second. Or if you watch the first one, you're just jumping to the second one right away. And they're both yeah. not even that long. They're both like what an hour and a half. Yeah, about an hour and a half, hour forty tops. Yeah, it's around so there. Watch, so you watch them both in a day. Binge it one one day, one the next, like on the weekend. This one's one of those where it's like, I don't mind watching it every now and then. No, not at all. This is a good one. This is definitely a good one. Absolutely. I agree. Great movie. Very entertainable. Uh, solid acting all around. Uh, trippy fucking story. The tone was definitely set in this motherfucker. So good, good, good on that. So. John, let's give it our final ratings here before we sign out. What do you give this movie? I gave the first one a nine. I'm giving this one an eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the the series, the directing, the part one and the part two. Um, with all the horror movies that are out there, this is one of the most recommendable top ones to watch. Especially now, the, the, these this time because they don't make horror movies like they did before. There was a dip, no. and, and now we're getting back up there again. You know, Jordan Peele's coming out with his movies. 
and, and it kind of helped out John Krasinski with his movies. You know, little by little, we're starting to get reintroduced with this new, new horror, new horror style, like real scenario type, you know, movies. And in this one, it kind of seemed like, fuck, I, I would believe somewhere out and who knows where you will hear this coming out in the news about some shit like this. Like, yeah, pretty trippy, pretty crazy. Um, I think, yeah, I, I give this one a, a eight out of ten. Uh, the first one I give a nine. Um, check it out. <laughs> and uh, I, I agree. Uh, I both give the first one a nine, second one an eight. Uh, it's definitely one of those, you know, when you watch the first one, you, you got to watch the second one. Uh, it definitely holds up. It really does. And it's, and it's, it's tough for movies like that outside of maybe a quiet place, like the recent movies, quiet place. You can watch the first and the second one back to back said this, the same thing can be said about don't breathe. Don't breathe. You watch the first one. You can watch the second one right after that. And I, uh, like you like you said, John, this is a movie I don't mind rewatching over and over again. Uh, if this is, I would definitely recommend the don't breathe movies, uh, to watch in October over malignant. Oh yeah. That's automatic right there. So like, that's enough said right there. So, Guys, this is definitely a recommendable movie. Please watch it if you haven't if you haven't seen it and you're a fan of the first one. I think you'll definitely enjoy yourself on the second one. Like I said, it's not as good as the first, but it's up there. It's there. It's there. It's entertainable. Story-wise is 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 good. The acting's great. Everything's good. Everything's still the same. The vibe is still the same. So, uh Go ahead and check it out, man. Yeah, it's it's. I'm pretty sure you, um, it's available on HBO Max now. If not, just rent it out, man. Yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. So, with that being said, we are done. Uh, again, follow me on Spoiler Reel. Uh, I'm sorry, on Instagram, Spoiler underscore Reels, and also follow us on our other podcast. What's the word, Big Bird? And what's the word, Big Bird? J Man, uh, where we have our other two uh, hosts, uh, Karina and Maya. Where we kind of basically just shoot the shit in there. Just give out current events, playlists, uh, movie directors, stuff like that. And I think you guys will enjoy it. So take a look at that. So other than that, John, we are done. I appreciate you uh, coming in and doing the double feature with me here. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll review a few more other movies here in the future. So thanks again, bro. Do you have anything else to say before we sign out? Hey, hey, hey. Smoke weed every day. And there you go. That's one hundo. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Stay tuned. Uh, just like I said, keep following me on Instagram, and, and I'll try to bring more content here for you guys. That being said, peace.